this is now officially a cold open. Okay, so hi guys. Uh, hey, so we're back, and um, I'm just gonna start here. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas movie, and why? Uh, I'll start with Paul. Oh, um, well, geez, I can't play off anyone that way. Um. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life is like actually a really good movie and not just yeah. like a good Christmas movie. It's like a fantastic film. Um, that's not very funny, but somebody can uh, take my answer and ruin it with their own funny joke. Um, as someone who really appreciates good films in terms of like as an art form, I agree that It's a Wonderful Life is an excellent film. <clears throat> uh, personal favorite Christmas movie, though, is A Christmas Story. Like specifically, a Christmas movie is got to be a Christmas story for me. I want to change my answer to Jingle All the Way. I knew you were going to. <laughs> Listen, I can't not say Jingle All the Way. I'll, I'll take it to Wonderful Life because I was going to say that. <laughs> also, I remember this is kind of Teen Titans related. I remember I went on like a you know those things where people pretend to be characters from something and they answer questions i don't know what those are called no what? but someone was pretending to be robin and they said he said his favorite movie was um it's a wonderful life <laughs> bro that's fantastic cool. um i uh i would also probably say it's it's really close for me between it's a Wonderful Life and White Christmas, because uh, I watch those every year. I, as I, I would probably I say it's a Wonderful Life because, uh, like, as every year I watch it, and every year it's like it's always great and, and wholesome and a great movie. But like, I I start to like have more like weird existential eldritch like <laughs> feelings about it as i have watched it in recent years i'm like this is a very interesting uh situation piece oh, of science like, fiction this, this is a very interesting situation <laughs> <laughs> somebody is nude <laughs> um so yeah that's it me. bothers it bothers me that nobody has said the santa claus 3 yet I do love the Santa Claus movies. I have stated on my Twitter that the Santa Claus movies are, in fact, anime movies. And no, I will not fucking explain why. They are a journey. (laughs) I love that in the third movie, spoilers for the Santa Claus 3, I love that in the third movie, Tim Allen has to go back in time and cause Santa Claus to die again. He has to stop somebody from saving Santa Claus in the past so that Santa Claus will be killed by an accident on his roof. And that's just something that happens. Just that you just accept it in that movie. They have a whole holy order of like like the holiday people. It's so yeah. what? It's pretty nuts. I'm pretty sure that's where. Um... Shoot, I forgot the name of the movie because I never saw it, but it seems like kind of forgettable. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I probably am about to piss a lot of people off by saying this, but um... Legend of the Guardians. Yep, yep, Rise yep. of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. I feel like that's that. Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. Got there. I love both of them. Hundred percent. I feel like. They I got love both of those movies. I love. I lo- yeah. Yeah. Second. Rise um, of the Guardians is great. 
I have a confession to make. Yo, I haven't oh. seen It's a Wonderful Life. Yo, it's a very, I'm not gonna lie. It is a I well-made waited movie. like two years ago to see it, and I was blown away. I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. It's a very good movie. Yeah. Mm. So nobody has said the best Christmas movie, mm. which is Rhapsody Street Kids Believe in Santa. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you picked the best one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke answer but anyway uh <laughs> no controversial take rudolph is actually the best christmas movie i mean that's what it, I thought it is really saying. good it, it is i really love good. rudolph i like its take on like pe- that people are assholes but like you mm. can rise above them um, <laughs> haters gonna hate mm-hmm. haters motivate. yeah so, I, sometimes i'm at work sometimes when i'm at, at work uh, I, I just am like, you can't fire me. I quit. And I'm like, one day I'm just going to walk out. <laughs> uh, okay. But anyway. So, yeah, no, that's really so Rudolph is probably my favorite, although I will say it's a close tie between that and Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. Oh, God. Oh, Christmas gosh. Chronicles. The first one was good. That's yeah, the first one. Not the second one. The second one doesn't exist. The second one's okay, but it's not good. No. No. If I wanted if I wanted to be really technical and artistic, I would also say that Claws fucking slaps. Yeah, no, that was a good movie. Yeah, that, was um, really good. that came out like last what year. What about Krampus? Have I seen that? Krampus was dope. Um, I loved Krampus. So, I don't know if you guys oh, knew Claws. this. Yeah, I've seen that. But did you guys know that Krampus, spelled backwards, is sup, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like I learned something today. I, d- I know I did. Yeah, this is an educational podcast. I'm adding that to the tag. <laughs> hey, okay, so I haven't done one. Has anybody ever uh, seen the Black Adder Christmas special? No, but I've heard it's really funny. You know, I've never actually watched much of the show. I think the first season's a little bit meh. But the Christmas special's just delightful. It's about this guy. He is the best guy in the world he gives away free things to kids and you know he's happy and then the ghost of of christmas past comes and it's hagrid hagrid comes anyway that he he gets to see these three and they each show him possible worlds where he isn't there or if he is evil and he starts to see how great his life would be if he was just an utter piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and by the end of it, he 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 gets taught the long rest lesson and just goes and screws over everybody. It's great. Wow. I feel like somehow that's a parable for the session we're about to play, but I don't really know how. <laughs> Speaking well, of no, let's no see. one saw um Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, Sorry. No, you're good. I was just reminded of uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic. It needs mentioning. Probably the greatest musical ever written. <laughs> yeah. We we grew up with Scrooge being our favorite iteration of that. And you know, I still think it's pretty good. Where was that car? <laughs> that was outside my window. That was, that was us? Okay. Nice. Um, I'm sorry, I'm by a window. Come on, uh, dang it. All right, so now that we've been Christmased, uh, all Christmased up, we're all Christmased up, let's not do anything Christmassy, and let's 
get to this episode of Teen Titans Roll. Last time on Teen Titans Roll, um, Starfire and Blackfire went off into space to investigate uh, and came across a spaceship and Blackfire uh, went ballistic and attacked it in uh, seeing an opportunity, um, leaving Starfire to deal with uh, the aftermath as she chased the a- some aliens off uh, down into the atmosphere. Uh, Star had to then deal with the uh, the ship, which was on a destructive orbit, uh, successfully shrinking it with the reduced spell and um, pushing it back off into space. Um, there was an explosion when she, uh, when she tried to destroy one of the pieces, uh, and putting her guard up, she then, uh, uh, to protect herself, she saw a green light and a figure with a um, green big baseball bat construct in his hands, and he turned around and looked to her. Appear to be one of the legendary green lanterns of uh, Earth, and <clears throat> so um, Starfire, we're gonna start with you uh, okay. for the moment. Um, you've just opened your eyes, and you've seen this man. Uh, you, I would say, uh, as mainly, I mean, as a tam- t- uh, Tamaranian, you're much more aware of things in the galaxy than than humans are. Um, you immediately recognize this as a Green Lantern officer. Um, yeah. You've never met this individual before. He's kind of short, stocky build, red hair, uh, kind of in a strange buzz cut up to his head. Um, and... Uh, and he turns around to you. Um, he says, "Hey, yo, shorty, you gotta be careful with them spaceships. It's uh, a lot more complicated than you think. I learned that the hard way." Um, his ring blinks, and a voice resonates out of it, and says, 
There are currently 462 pieces of space debris of varying sizes heading in dangerous orbits. Please correct. <laughs> okay. Um, first thing I want to know, um, how tall is this guy? Hmm. Why did I, I feel like that would come up at some point? <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Um, he is six foot. Six foot. Yeah. How tall am I? I don't know. You should look it up. There are definitely versions of Starfire who are very tall, and you're probably not done growing at this point. Um, I think you're one of the taller ones of the team already. Well, uh, at full height, she's about six foot four inches. Yeah. Um. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I think uh, my second question actually is going to be: um, Are there any other immediate threats? Is it just um, just just space debris? Um, there are there is space debris. Um, he kind of turns to you and he says, "Well, it's like I res he's like I respect uh, someone who's quick to action, though." Uh, I think your friends probably need some help. I got some call in the Justice League radio. Uh, but uh, it's like, shouldn't take too long if you help me with this. And suddenly his ring blinks and says, current enchantment on space debris is about to fail. Size mass increased by two times. Um, and suddenly, uh, as it's been an appro the appropriate amount of time, I would say, your reduced spell fades, and all of the pieces of debris double in size. Okay. Um, he goes, Oh shit! Ah, some of this stuff is gonna start going down towards towards the planet. Now I'm gonna need your help, kid. And he starts, um, he starts creating a bunch of hands and and different things with his um his Green Lantern ring, uh, and starts grabbing pieces. Uh, and there are some pieces though that he, he, he points to and he says, Hey, can you go get those? They're drifting off in that direction. So basically you are going to be somewhat occupied with, with this space debris. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think I fully extend myself, um, in front of him, um, like a snake uncoiling. And I, I'm just like, shorty, I will help you collect the pieces. <laughs> uh... He kind of grumbles a bit. Um, Raven, the big piece of the ship that you are lifting with the rock and slowly bringing down uh, to the desert below suddenly doubles in size. Ah. <laughs> um, it now is a much more pre precarious situation. You'll be okay. Um, I mean, you could just drop it, but uh, you don't know exactly the effect of that. It would be very destructive. If you want to get rid of this thing immediately, you could drop it to the ground. Uh, it doesn't look like there's anyone down in the desert below. Um, but if you want to be careful, it's it's just going to take a few minutes. How, how close to the ground am I? Um... Uh, yeah, a few hundred yards, probably. Okay, and I I don't see anybody below. No, 
No, the desert that you're over at this point, you don't see any of your teammates or anything. Uh, The alien ship flew off in a different direction. I'm going to, like, direct the piece to... Like, I'm going to let it fall, but in a way that directs it to just, like, the most open, vast area possible. And then I'll just let it fall there, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, You let it fall, and you see um, it falls. There's a huge crash, uh, but some of the impact seems to be absorbed by this, the rolling sand uh, of this area. Um, And there's some secondary explosions as it crashes down, but mostly it's just like a big hunk of metal uh, hitting the ground. Okay. All right, and but I, uh, yeah. So uh, you can try to find your friends. The ship was moving very fast, uh, and you don't see it. Uh, well, I guess I guess roll perception. Okay, yeah, that's pretty damn high. Um, <laughs> number. Almost a nat twenty. <laughs> yeah, that's the highest you can get without it being a nat. 20 so yeah um (laughs) um you see out of uh you see a flash far away uh you notice out of the corner of your eye and then a trail of uh smoke um seems like maybe the the spaceship thing that they were um uh riding on uh, trailed off somewhere. Maybe it crashed. You're not quite sure. Um, it's about a half a mile, probably. Okay. Do I? Am I able to see Starfire still to know if she's like? No, she she or... she's up in the atmosphere. I mean, you could try to contact her with your um, your T phone, but no, I'll probably go after the ship in that case. Okay, so you start flying towards towards the smoke. Mm-hmm. All right, it'll take you a little while, but you get there eventually. All right, so the rest of the group, you have just seen Starfire descend and uh, say whatever she said last time. I'm not going to try to remember it. <laughs> um, that was whack, yo. Yeah. So if y'all are in. Roll 20. This is the scene you see before you. Can you all see? Oh. Yep. So, uh, about 30 feet away, um, I put Beast Boy next to Robin because you just healed him. I just healed him. Yeah. Uh, And then I put you guys kind of behind where the two aliens uh, stepped off after you rescued them, uh, and they kind of stepped a few paces away from you. Um, And as you'll see, um, then Blackfire, about 30 feet away uh, from from the closest um, alien to her, uh, has uh, cratered into the ground, very menacingly, eyes glowing uh, purple. Um, and she, I pre rolled their initiative. Uh, but uh, I would like 
you, Robin, uh, Cyborg, and Beast Boy to roll initiative. Oh, yeah. I got a 13 on initiative. I got a 13. I got a 9. Big rollers out here. A 9. <laughs> Alrighty, let me. Oh, yeah, I need to write this down. There will definitely be editing in this. <laughs> um, okay. Since we're already editing this, I want to comment on the fact that this is that the picture you picked for Blackfire has the horniest face ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like intimidating face or or, or this one. And I was like, this one. All right. <laughs> so, whoever acts first needs to walk up to her and tell her to calm her sexy ass down. <laughs> okay. Uh, that'll probably be uh Oh, uh, that would be Robin, because Robin has the higher decks uh, between Beast Boy and Robin. So, um, let me see here. Well, not first, first. She goes first. I literally rolled the highest she can roll, guys. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I rolled a natural 20 plus her dex modifier, which is the same as Starfire's. So, Paul can tell you how bad that is for you guys. It's very high. <laughs> uh yeah but i mean one of the aliens rolled really high too so um okay what the heck why did my phone autocorrect beast boy to breastbone <laughs> that's amazing me. breastbone <laughs> Okay, so, um, okay, let's see, Google, um, all right, so, um, Blackfire says, you're not taking me in, and she floats up above the ground, uh, and she lifts her hand up. And a this pinprick of purple light starts to develop, uh, and then expands into a big ball of energy, uh, like in an extremely Frieza-like pose. She then hucks it uh, at the um, two aliens. Um, they. Well, she hucks. She'll huck it in an area. Uh, so, fireball's twenty foot radius. She's going to. Let's see. She well, she's hucking it into an area kind of position, past and behind where the two aliens are. So probably. Yeah, Beast Boy. Probably. Yeah, that's probably a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um, well, you know, these are her primary targets, so that's her focus first. She's gonna uh, put it in an area it will get um, 
she will uh, actually be able to get the aliens and yeah, she will get you guys too. So, um, this huge explosion of radiant energy, I'm going to need all of you to make dexterity saving throws. My, wow, that's my weakest throw. Awesome. A 10. I love it when I roll 10. What does Beast Boy turn into to avoid this? <laughs> um, you could flavor like that if you wanted. Um, briefly, I, there is a scene in the show where he like, in this episode, where he like springs away and turns into a uh, My my, uh-huh. uh, my deck save there, either, bud. Ooh, yeah, my good deck theory. Deck save. theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, real good theory. Uh, who got, um, above 22? Me. Seriously, that's the same BC? Yep. Alright. Alright, so Cyborg fails, but, uh, but yeah, Beast Boy and, um, and Robin succeed. So you'll take half damage, I gotta do this. Um, I really should have done this first. But... Uh, she's using a meta magic, uh, her empowered spell. Oh. oh no! Please kill Cyborg so we can all have a vendetta. <laughs> Bold of you to assume that uh, they would be <laughs> alive <you>. afterwards, <laughs> okay. or that they would miss you. <laughs> I would miss you. <laughs> I'd miss you too, Beast Boy. Alright, let's see. I love it when you turn into an anteater and uh eat all the ants in my uh, my little uh room. Quit leaving donuts in your room. I know, I like the donuts. <laughs> Wait, if I turned yeah. into an anteater, would I eat ants? That would be considered eating creatures. What? But what? This is a good mm. question. <laughs> okay, just give me a moment here. I have to decide which of these I want to re-roll. Listen, uh, I am the kind of I I am the Beast Boy who takes the bugs out on on with a cup and a paper. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of want Beast Boy to be the only survivor today, and for his entire life to turn around and him become an evil villain chasing after the Temerian race. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Not much better. Um, Edit this out of the podcast. No amount of of editing can demonstrate to the listeners just how long we sat here staring at this horny picture. (laughs) Oh man, you know, this, wow, to, this is a lot easier so to do. It's so tiny. I I need to see a bigger, bigger. It's it's tiny, but it's horny energy of the best. Oh, oh, I can. Don't be too powerful. On the map, oh, there she is. 
Oh shit, you're right. I had to actually look at it before I was like, oh, by the way, there's a zoom button. And that's then a good, I used good it. Picture choice. And uh, I'm going to zoom okay. back uh, out that's, here. Even with the rerolls, it's actually not. A little not too much eye contact there. Not, not an extremely high roll, so. Yeah, maybe. But just All roll, right, so. Cyborg, you take 25 points of radiant, radiant damage. Nice! And the other two of you take half of that, which is 12. <laughs> so Robin's down again. <laughs> I, I purposely put myself in front of my allies, taking... I purposely put myself in front of my allies, taking the brunt of the damage, <laughs> and it 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 re- completely wrecks my system and burns my flesh, and I fall down to the ground. Oh, okay. Are you, you also unconscious? Take... You take 12. 12, 12. points. Okay. All right. So I believe... So, Cyborg, Wait. are you down then? Yes. Oh. Okay. So is Cyborg and Robin both down? Am I the only yeah. one standing? Yes, they had both been damaged previously. So yeah, you're the only one up. The oh. two uh, aliens also uh, they they gonna take they both fail, so they both take the twenty five. Uh, they're not as hurt as you guys, but they are not looking awesome. They don't like that. Um, so let me just. Okay, yeah. One, the one who had been hurt by uh, Robin already uh, is uh, he yells out ah! um, and the other one yells to him uh, and says Die! Just <laughs> yell out his name. I did find these fuckers' names in a wiki. So y'all know. <laughs> they have names. I was sh- shook. Um, let's see. So this is pretty much how we die, huh? Yep. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Uh, I, I would, there are a few people I would rather die to in this. Um, and that was her first action. She is hasted, so she can now use another action for a regular melee attack action. Oh, not another fireball, I see. Nah. She bursts forward to this dude, and she's going to paunch him. Paunch? Paunch. Paunch de Uh, Okay, she gives him a big old slug on the face, um, and he he kind of falls backwards uh, a little bit. So, um, with that... It is his turn, I believe. Um, she punched the dude. He's even more hurt. Uh, she, um, he is going to attack her with his pincers. Okay, that will hit, and that will not hit. So, one of them hits. He does twelve points of slashing damage. He slashes into her. However, it doesn't seem to cut as deeply into her uh you see that she seems to have similar resistance to physical damage that uh oh, no. that star has 
I'll give you a hint. Her HP is nice right now. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, okay. So uh, she has resistance to to physical damage. Most most types like Starfire. Cool. Yeah, you'd have to attack her with like psychic or necrotic or you know, something like that. Um, Guess what? Animals don't have that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Robin, make. Uh, Robin, I'm gonna need you to make a death saving throw for yep. me. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's a fifteen. Oh, all right. You have one success. Sweet. Um. All right. Um. I love it. What? Oh my god! I. <laughs> Somehow, after editing out Breastbone for Beast Boy, it still says Breast Boy on the initiative. <laughs> All right, so Breast Boy. I'm getting Breast Boy. Breast Boy. Robin and Cyborg are down, and uh, Blackfire has is attacking one of the aliens. What would you like to do? Okay. Um. Well, frick. Okay, it would take a whole action to medicine check or cure, cure wounds either of these guys, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Ooh. Huh. <laughs> okay, I am going to cast uh, cure wounds at second level on Robin, our gracious leader. Now we know who you like more. <laughs> all right go ahead and roll the heel listen dice. he's the leader i need guidance <laughs> yeah you're just like ah oh my god <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah all right go ahead and, and i never that. fail to forget how many freaking dice you roll for cure <laughs> uh let's see so i'm casting at second level so it's 2d8 plus spell casting correct yep yes yep, yep. uh my spell casting ability Okay, you are okay. healed up to eleven, Robin. You are conscious, but you are pro. Nice. Oh, oh, boy. Okay, and can I bonus action change into an animal? Yeah. I am going to change into a giant crocodile. Okay, a giant crocodile. You still have your movement, also. Um, good. Good point. I am going to run up a between these guys. Okay. Hold on. I'm just gonna snarl at her. Alrighty. Alright, next in the initiative is Cyborg. Cyborg, what would you like to do? I would he like to roll to see Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Roll roll a death save. <laughs> I got a four. Oh no. Oh no, that is one failure. Uh, your right. systems your systems begin to crash. Uh, you start to see error messages uh, on the you know the inside of your, your eyes and the display. Oil spurting everywhere. Yep. I need to think of who I'm gonna make my deathbed confession to. <laughs> Alright, uh, now it is the other one's turn. It uh, is going to it is going to run up here. Uh, it points its claw, and you think for a second it's going to shoot one of those 
uh, purple radiant laser blast that you guys saw before. But instead, what comes out is a big, thick, green tentacle. It shoots out and is going to try to wrap around uh, Blackfire. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, no, yeah, the bonus. Okay, that is exactly what he needed. Rolled low, but had a high bonus. Uh, he hits her with this tentacle. And it... Uh, okay, so... Um, it shoots this tentacle out. It smacks into Blackfire and wraps around her. And um, she uh, becomes constrained by this. And it seems like there's something more to this than just the physical strength that is being displayed in this tentacle, um, which seems to be significant. Um, but it also seems like that those strange green coloration, uh, uh, there might be something more going on with this this tentacle that is inhibiting uh, Blackfire as she kind of goes, yeah, and she like seems her movement, which is like very blurred and fast, starts to um, uh, starts to kind of become inhibited a little bit. Uh, all right, so um, that is the end of the round. Top of the round, it is Blackfire's turn. She struggles. Um, she's going to make a constitution save here. Um, ooh, she does not succeed. She struggles, but she cannot move. Even the areas of her body that are not being constrained by the tentacles uh, seem to be jerky and like not in full range of motion. So that is... Her turn. Is she restrained? Um, she is paralyzed. Ooh. Um, so. Uh, all right. Next is oh, the se uh, the first alien there. Um, seeing this, he, um, he's going to take the opportunity to, I mean, this could be over fairly quick, but uh, no. he runs over here and he shoots off uh, another tentacle at her um, and is going to try to constrain her with it. Yes, that will hit. It hits her. It's going to do some damage to her. Uh, she kind of jolts and cries out in pain as another tentacle hits her and wraps around her. They now have her on two accounts. I guess I will finish out this round to see if uh, Cyborg crit fails a death check. <laughs> uh, but other than that, she seems to be contained for the moment. I want to live. I want to live. <laughs> Please let me live. I want to have little robot babies with my little robot wife. Oh my god. Um, leave it to role playing games to not do the narratively cool things and instead do the uh, like very, very like anticlimactic quick things. <laughs> Two rounds. Okay. There you go. <laughs> don't don't uh, 
don't Robin and I go before, so maybe Robin can do mm. a medicine check. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, I could do that. I could, or I could help. I don't think I can do medicine, but I could definitely help. I don't think I have medicine. You crit fail and stab. Well, anyone can out. do a medicine check. I think. True, but I'm not yes, like proficient uh, in it. Yeah, Robin will go next. Uh, so Robin, what would you like to do? Uh, Blackfire seems to be contained. Uh, and cyborgs dying. Um, can I? <laughs> Those help? aliens. Uh, yeah, I want to help stabilize my friend Cyborg. Alrighty. Uh, uh, we set this precedent before. You can use Arcana on Cyborg if you want. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I'm gonna do Arcana on Cyborg. Do it. That's an 18 total. All right. Um, does, does that get me anywhere? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a success. Um, you have stabilized Cyborg. Cyborg, your systems start to uh, equalize, and you sort of slowly come to conscious consciousness. And look up. Survey my surroundings. All right. So these two aliens are uh, holding Blackfire. Uh, they say, uh, one just, Kai, are you all right? He says, yeah, she, she got me good, but uh, we got her now. I point my blaster at them. They're trying to kill Splatfire! <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they're stopping her. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a oh. gator, I go, <laughs> She, um, they, they, with their other, um, well, they actually they have one big claw, uh, and then they have like a regular hand, and the big claw is what they're holding Starfire with, with the long tentacles. Um, and they kind of, they're like, hey, stay back. Stay back, Earthlings. Are you affiliated with this one? Uh, yeah, she's, uh, you know, she, she's our friend's sister. Sister, there's another Tamaranian. He kind of looks to his partner and they kind of exchange a look for a moment. Hmm. Yeah, and you guys have been attacking her. You almost killed her. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> Miles away. Um, well, uh, the previous day, they sent, we, we're assuming they sent the drone, right? You are, yeah. I mean, it's a fair assumption. There we go. Um, the other one says, hmm, that could be why it took so long for us to find this one. Um, one of them pulls out an object uh, and points it and waves it around to all of you. and says, Blackfire, you are under arrest by authority of the Centauri police. Police? They, they said they were police. We know that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they, I um, just took a fireball the paint. I'm a little woozy, okay? <laughs> um, they they kind of gesture to say, "Thank you for your attempts at assistance, but please move back from the fugitive." Now hold on, that may be a fugitive, but we gotta know what's going on here. 
Robin, please, please intercept. Um, I, I, sorry. Um, Can I make an insight check? Uh, yeah, sure. Cool. What are you trying to insight? I'm trying to... About being um, two things. One, insight on uh, Blackfire to see if she's been like hiding some criminal activity um, since Robin is uh, you know, a crime fighter under, or who was under Batman. Um, that mm -hmm. would probably be his first guest. Uh, insight blackfire specifically and if he doesn't get anything from her insight on um the centauri to see if they're like being legit or if they're just using it as like a cover-up to try to take her in you know for their own purposes whatever they may be okay uh and then i say in character um what are you talking about blackfire just just got here she's been Nothing but, um, she's been, oh wait, was I on the ship when she attacked it? Was I on that ship? Did I see her attacking the ship? Um, she... Holy crap, I also did totally forget. She, uh, openly admitted, oh yeah. darn, I didn't kill you guys on the yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like... Oh yeah, that's, that's I right. I forgot about that's that. Right. Yeah, so, um... I, I did too, uh, with to be that, <laughs> Uh, I would probably have more reason to suspect Blackfire uh, is hiding something and could potentially be a criminal after after basically openly openly admitting it. Okay. Um, so um, Blackfire, she, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. So these these cops, these alien cops, they have Blackfire, and she is. She's like, Ugh. she seems like groggy, like she's under some sort of like, like effect. Um, and she, um, uh, in fact, after a few moments, she starts struggling and there's a few close calls. Uh, but after a few, a, a few more seconds, um, suddenly it seems that the haste ability she had fails and she just completely slumps within the two aliens grasps as she's now just all lethargic and not yeah she's barely moving so yeah um yeah these two uh these two aliens raven you will appear there uh soon after that as these two aliens uh, now and you fly in you see your team kind of standing there and um, you see these two aliens have black fire in their grip so I'm like so you're the space police why, why, is, she, why is she being arrested that's what I want to know this fugitive stole a very valuable gems from our one of our moons our, one of our main mining moon Um, can I, can and... I, um, did we give her, uh, like, any place to, like, um, like, did we give her the guest room of the Titan Tower where she would have kept her stuff? Oh, it, it's, it, it would be around Starfire's neck, probably. Still. Oh, okay. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't remember, I couldn't <laughs> like, remember where. 
I I know that Starfire has it. I don't know if Beast Boy would remember that she gave her a necklace and that would put it oh, together. Oh yeah, she totally. Did. I mean, that was what he yeah. was talking about. But um, yeah, I mean, some of you would. So I would say, yeah, you guys kind of know that. Um, they they kind of uh jostle Blackfire on. They're like, where is the stolen property? And she just kind of like chuckles <laughs> and like spits at one of them. Um, I don't remember if Robin was there for the. Um, I don't think she was when Blackfire gave Starfire the necklace. No, yeah, yeah she she did that. It was like in everyone. front of all of us. Yeah, when you guys first met, it was very okay. okay. Um, I asked the guards, "What did this necklace look like?" Or necklace. What did this gem look like? They uh, they say it's a large green gem, about this big. He gestures with his hand. Uh, I'm assuming Starfire is with us. No, or is she out in space trying to stop the debris? No, yeah, she's still in space. Uh, and speaking of that, I would. Hey everybody, hope you're doing well this winter season. Um, so I just wanted to let you all in on a few things. Um, first of all, um, we will be taking our winter break soon. So, um, what that means essentially is, um, we're gonna be on a little bit of a break, uh, until hopefully, uh, early January. Um, we are gonna take christmas week off and new year's 2022 am i right that's uh it'd be better than the last uh four four years to be honest um but we will see you in the new year um hopefully that can be early january um but there may be some complications um as sadly this episode um, will very likely be our robin's um jonathan's uh last recording with us um some things came up in work-life balance uh for him um but he is leaving on good terms with us uh, and we wish him well so uh, hopefully we'll we'll have a good replacement soon we're working hard um, and we'll see you in early January. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we love you guys, and here's to the new year. Uh, Starfire, you've collected the things, and you guys have collected the debris into kind of one space. And, um, uh, Guy is, well, you don't know his name at this time, but, um, he's kind of like, yeah, this is the annoying part. And he kind of sits there and the, um, he points his, uh, his ring at one of the pieces and it scans it kind of like this big, you know, like laser scan and says, um, and kind of gives off some readouts about the mass uh, and says, 
please push uh, debris X five two seven three nine eight um, with with a velocity of and then rattles off more numbers and uh, in and then gives like a heading and he goes <sighs> and he summons the big construct uh, baseball bat and smacks it off in that direction. Uh, it starts heading off. You see it heading in a generally sunward mm-hmm. orbit. Um, he goes, all right, and scans the next one, and it gives off another readout, and he's like, join the Green Lantern Corps, they said. It'll be glorious. You possess great willpower, they said. Eh, what a bunch <laughs> of bunk. Are you certain that the fragments will not smite any other planets? That's why we're doing this, kid. Um, may, so, yeah. May, may I depart? There, There is something I must take care of. Yeah, yeah. Um, should be fine. Uh, I'll follow you down afterward. I th- uh, think it's related some business of mine too so uh, just don't do anything crazy till I get there thank you for your help green shorty (laughs) (laughs) alright so you fly back down well um let me think about that for just a second so I do. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get inside my character's headspace here because I know I, I I know what happened down there, but I my character doesn't. Um. So that I will use disguise self. Okay. And I will come down from space looking like Green Shorty. Oh. Very good. Green shorty? <laughs> Green, Green <Lantern>. shorty. <laughs> yeah. okay. He's, short. guy, He's guy, like two guy, inches shorter than me. Yeah, Guy Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Very cool. Um, so you guys are all uh, waiting there. They start kind of like roughly questioning Blackfire. Um, and um, they're, they're, they seem pretty pissed. Like they have like scorch marks all over them. Uh, and because she put up more of a fight than they expected, and um, and she's just being a coy little bastard and not giving them anything. Um, and um, no. Uh, so yeah. Um, I'm gonna cast cure wounds on the the hurt alien guy. Okay. Uh, you kind of approach one and lift up your hand. He kind of flinches for a moment, but when you when you uh, heal him, uh, he nods and says, "Thank you, Earthling." Um, and I will, after hearing the description of the gem, I'll say, um, "That sounds an awful lot like the gem Blackfire gave to one of our team members as a gift." <clears throat> If you find it on her, or uh, I say, uh, she went to help. Do I know who the Green Lanterns are? You don't know there is a Green okay. Lantern up there. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, he showed up to help me when I was but I have uh, saving the earth by myself. Oh, no, I would... But I know Starfire is up there trying to stop debris. Yeah, or something. You're not. You're a little worried because you're not sure um, what's going on. I say. Uh, we last saw her out in space, uh, in the middle of a fight. Um, I'm a little worried about her, but if she comes back and has the gem, I, I could personally vouch for her um, on her honor that she wouldn't have. She's not the one who stole it. We do have Titan oh, communicators. Uh, I, will, yeah. I will try to call her on, <laughs> on the T phone and get in touch with her. Alright. Do we see her coming in? Yeah, wait, where am I, where am I when I get this call? Uh, you're probably flying in, and you guys, uh, I mean, people don't generally look up. I mean, maybe you guys are right now, but... I, I point, uh, I point up at where she's coming, and I say, Oh, hey, it's the green gem! It's coming! You don't, you don't see me. Oh. I, I have turned, I've turned into the green lantern. I look That's like the green lantern. That's what I'm saying. I said, I see the green gem. It's coming. Oh. Gotcha. They all they all look up and they suddenly seem very like uh very out of like shocked and surprised as uh I assume this figure uh comes down uh and Robin, yes, you do recognize it as a Green Lantern, though you haven't met this one. Um did so wait, did my communicator ring? Uh yeah, as you're flying down, but like you're already well, no, no. As I don't want them to notice it, I'm going no. to fling that thing as far as I possibly can. <laughs> you just fucking, it. fucking yeah. chuck your phone. Okay, it's yeah. gone. <laughs> like into the stratosphere. Okay, so. Um, sorry, go. I had accidentally pulled on my headphone cord. That could hit a planet, you know. It's fine. <laughs> it's probably fine. Um, so yeah. Um, uh, you guys, uh, yeah, this person comes out. You've never seen him before. He's all green and stuff. And, uh, uh, yeah, he lands on the ground. They kind of... I feel jolt. like, what do I know about the Green Lanterns? You probably not. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe... I mean, if you follow the Justice League's I mean, endeavors, I used to work with probably... the Doom Patrol. I don't know how associated yeah. any of them were with... Um, I feel like the leader of that particular team would just have a stick up his ass about other heroes. And yeah, not really talk right. about it a lot. But, uh, I mean, you've probably heard of Green Lantern, uh, but you're probably just confused because, like, this dude doesn't look like the dude you've saw seen on the news. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I I wouldn't like recognize him, but I recognize yeah. what well, he looks like a Green Lantern. I'm confused. Yeah. Hello, everyone. I am the Green Lantern. <laughs> I, am, I am the Great Elise from space. Do you, do you use that voice? Yes. <laughs> Roll a deception check. Okay. Um, <laughs> deception is, I'm guessing, not one of my proficiencies. Nope. So, Clearly. Okay. Uh, You're very charismatic. No, well, I'm not, actually. You're not. Um, yeah. Does she get disadvantaged to all deception checks? No, but she's not very good when she's not very good at it. <laughs> okay. Nope. Um. 
they uh they kind of look at each other uh and they um i can pull off this heist wait there's gotta be something else i can do (laughs) yeah how do they react they look at you and they say um because they don't know who i they don't know me like yeah uh, I mean, they seem, they do seem very nervous, though. Okay. Um, they, uh, they say, uh, Green Lantern officer, um, sorry, uh, we didn't, um, they kind of look at each other, a little suspicious, they say, we didn't mean to intrude upon your sector, um, but for security reasons, uh, do you mind telling us what sector that is? Can I do a history <laughs> check? Yeah, go ahead. Roll history. Um, I will take into account that you are an alien, uh, but it is, uh, and you might be familiar with sector numbers, but, um, but yeah, it's there's a lot of them. Yeah, let's see. Do I have proficiency in? No, I do not have proficiency in history. Okay, let's fucking um, do this. Do I recognize um, who this actually is? <laughs> um, you assume it's one of the three uh, Green Lanterns. Um, you haven't met this one. Uh, you assume 16. it's not. You know it's do not I, Hal Jordan. Do I? I, you assume I mean, it's not do the I other know one. that it is actually Starfire? I mean, you're welcome okay. to make an insight check. I mean, your passive insight actually would be enough to know. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> Starfire. Okay, so that was a sixteen on history. Okay, it's somewhere in the twenty-eight hundred range. Um, why, yes, this, of course, is 2812. They kind of look at each other for a moment. They say, one looks at him and says, is that right? The other one says, no, no, they're two off. (laughs) Oh, two, um, yes, I hit my head upon uh, upon debris. Uh, as I was falling, and also I am the newest of the Green Lanterns. This criminal is under my jurisdiction. She is wanted for terrible, terrible space crimes, including the green mixing with the yellow and the red mixing with the purple and other terrible, terrible color sins. Please surrender her over to my jurisdiction. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good idea on paper. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe if you were playing a regular sorcerer and had charisma as your stat. stat. Yeah. <laughs> um, three, three. Wow. They look at each other kind of incredulously, and they're like, "Look, we know you're not really." one of this sector's Green Lanterns. We can't turn this individual over to you. Um, I can't sleep. Oh, okay. Um, 
On which one? On both? <clears throat> Let's see. Can I hit both? I'm reading the description now. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to tar- try to target them both. Um, so that I roll 5d8. Right. 17? Nope. They still had way more health than that each. They get a little drowsy for a second, and they're like, You tried to cast a spell on us! No, I didn't do that. That was the that was the, the criminal that you were um, imprisoning. Um, they... This turned into uh, a joke. <laughs> one of them walks up... One of them uh, walks up to uh, Blackfire and, like, raises its sharp pincer up against her neck and says... Stop this interference at once. Um, Rob, I think... All right, like, but I will be back to tell the other... I will tell the other Green Lanterns, and they will They um, will not be pleased. I, I, I just... And I... Yeah, sorry. Oh, I was just... In, well, I'll let you do whatever okay. you were going to do. Uh, I was going to say, at this point, I think Robin would probably try to interject and be like, Starfire, I know you love your sister, um, but... I'm pretty sure the necklace she gave you is stolen property and it's extremely valuable. And uh, I feel like I think you might need to uh, come to terms with that possibility. I am not the Starfire. I am the Green Lantern. And I fly back into space. Okay. You fly back into space. Um as you fly up there, you see there's this little um, cluster of debris that's like being held within this like little energy uh, bubble, like green energy. Mm-hmm. But you don't see the Green Lantern anywhere around. Okay, what what is what is the cluster? Well, it's whatever debris was left. It's only a few pieces, uh, but it is like in contained in like a little energy pocket. Okay, so it looks like he didn't finish the job, basically? Yeah, he's, he's gone somewhere. You're not sure. Huh. Um, I don't really know what to do about that. All right. How Other long than... are you hanging out up there before you go back down? Am I coming back down? Let's see. So they have more than 17 HP. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'll come back. I'll come back down as Starfire. Fine. <laughs> All right. Fine. So you fly back down as Starfire. Um. And uh, the the two guys like while you were up there, they're like, "Well, that was strange." Um. And the other one's like, "I'm pretty sure it's a galactic offense to impersonate a Green Lantern." And they're like, "Yeah." Um. I will. I wonder um, who, I wonder who did that. <laughs> Um, I will, I will vouch for Starfire, um, and say, uh, sirs, uh, Starfire is, is one of our most trusted comrades. Uh, she only, um, wanted to hold on to the necklace out of love for her sister. She has nothing to do with its theft. Kind of love for this one. She's brutal. Put two guards in the ho- mining guards in the hospital. Um, and
and uh, um, Blackfire, she kind of chuckles, they were weaklings. Um, and uh, and I would say at that point, Starfire, you fly back down. Um, yeah. All right. So they say, ah, there it is. Please return the property. This necklace was stolen? Yes, that that is accurate. Are you not aware of the Centauri moon gems are extremely valuable? I mean, you would have to pay hundreds of fortunes for one. I thought perhaps my sister had come by it honestly somehow. Perhaps obtained a a job of some sort. Or married some wealthy space blob. <laughs> um, she kind of, uh, Blackfire kind of winces a little bit. She's like, "Not a bad idea." <laughs> um, yeah, I hand I hand them the necklace. All right, you give them the necklace. Uh, thank you. Um, and they they kind of stand there awkwardly for the a moment. They're like, they look at each other like, "How are we supposed to get home?" And then. You guys see a green light fly in and land on the ground. You guys now see this green lantern again. He's now glowing <laughs> more green, though. Uh, and he he says, dang, kid. And he kind of uses his lantern to, like, uh, br- like he extends like a construct and hands you your T-phone. <laughs> uh, Starfire. He says, he goes, I uh, got a ping on my ring, and I thought you'd—I—I I thought you'd want this. Don't oh, say I, I didn't do anything for you when I sneezed. <laughs> uh, Tamaradians. He looks at the two and he says, "Ah, Centauri Police. I think I can figure out what's going on here, but uh, guys." You should have filed the proper paperwork. I know it's a pain in the ass. But, I mean, look, I can let you off this time and give you a ride back to Centauri. But, yeah, just remember that in the future, please. And they they look at him and they're like, "Uh, Yes, sir, Mr. Green Lantern. Uh, what sector is this by the He says, 2814. Jeez. What do you think I am? Some sort of rookie? Say, like, oh, uh, yes, sorry, sir. Um, as you guys have been doing this, the this has um, the events of the day. Um, it has been getting later in the evening. Uh, the sun is starting to set. Um, and... As you guys are standing around, you see a bunch, see in the distance, uh, a plume of dust approaching your area. Uh, It seems to be a caravan of a few carriages. Uh, Dark carriages heading out towards the desert where you all are. As the sun, seemingly perfectly timed with the setting of the sun, these things all, uh, as as this lantern is lecturing the two uh, Centauri police, these 
carriages you see they're being pulled by skeletal horses and they approach um, and they come up upon your position in a kind of a semicircle. and as the sun sets behind a mountain perfectly aligned um, with so that where one of the carriages are kind of it's turned to its side the door opens and a man steps out and he steps in perfect pace with the extending shadow of the carriage behind the uh, from the sunset Robin you know this man it is uh, Jacob Logan the CIA agent <clears throat> he says, Down now, what's all this there? Seems we have a few young young Americans to thank for uh, saving Las Vegas today. It's quite a damn coincidence that that ship would have hit with all this desert, but well, with no interference, that's uh, about what what would have been the number. He looks around. He says, hmm. He says, I think I recognize you folk, according to our space intelligence. Centauri law enforcement. They kind of look at each other and say, uh, Yes, we are Centauri police. Uh, here to retain stolen uh, uh, stolen property and to capture this fugitive. He says, hmm, very interesting. Mr. Gardner, have you informed these fellows yet they are vastly outside of their jurisdiction? He kind of grumbles, eh, eh, listen, Logan, I was... I was gonna let them off with this one, you know, it's, they're doing good work here, they're stopping a criminal. And he says, well, that's all fine and good as far as you and your global concerns, and don't get me wrong, we appreciate your protection of us as a planet, but this planet has individual nations, and as soon as they fell into United States airspace, well, they were on you in United States jurisdiction. A uh, privilege that even you receive only in special circumstances, Mr. Gardner. He kind of crosses his arms and says, it's Guy. You can just call me Guy. It says, "Well, what are you what are you saying here? Like they can't take their prisoner back?" It says, "I'm afraid uh, that I am not comfortable with that." And um, uh, Guy says, "Well, hold on a minute now." And he says, Mr. Gardner, now, 
they, uh, these two gentlemen have violated American airspace with their vessel and threatened the lives of Americans. I cannot let them act with impunity in this situation. We will be, uh, I'll get with our NASA folk. We'll be putting in a proper complaint form. And if things square away, we will return that fugitive to them. But as of this moment, she is in the custody of the United States government. What's going on? <laughs> you having fun talking to yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, this is just the role of a DM sometimes, right? <laughs> he, uh, Guy Gardner kind of looks to you guys and says, eh, look, kids, I hate it. Do you, though? But, um... Do you, though? <laughs> No, listen, I really hate it. I hate being a rule, like, list being a, a rule follower. I ain't no damn Hal Jordan. But, like, this job comes with some rules. And, like, listen, he kind of, he walks over to you, Robin, and says, Guys like this, we can't just slug them in the face. They know who your family is. They know who you are. It's, uh, a little complicated. I hate it, but, you know, politics. I bet you do. He says, all right, but the Justice League is going to hear about this. Um, and Logan, he just sort of smirks and says, oh, yes. Haven't had a good old round table with them in a while. He uh, walks over to uh, the two Centauri police. They start to put up a fuss, but uh, uh, Guy kind of puts a hand up. He says, Listen, you guys broke protocol. If you'd gotten permission for me first, I could have, well, would have been better. Just take the loss. You can have the stolen property. That should be good enough for, for your superiors for the moment. They reluctantly hand Blackfire over um, to the custody of uh, Logan, she kind of steps over to him and kind of is giving him a quizzical look uh, as she is handed off to a few um, agents. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to do? How is he imprisoning her? Do they have space handcuffs? Um, as she's transferred, uh, uh, guy puts some shackles around her with some with a construct. Um, gotcha. That seems to be the arrangement for the moment. Um, yeah, I think if no one else is doing anything, I, I, I don't want to take over the game here. Does anyone um, else want to do anything? I will. The only thing I would want to do is uh, I'll wait till we're a little bit further down to do this thing a little bit towards the end of the. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, then I am going to approach the agent and I'm, I'm going to say, um, please, Mr. Government Agent, is there anything that, uh, is there anything that I can do to negotiate the release of my sister? He smiles at you, says, well, 
Well, certainly I think that uh, there's many things you and your friends could do for us. There are many. I understand that you are relatively new and unaware of our ways, but there are many uh, there are many enemies of this country that you live in. If you are ever interested in uh, gaining good favor, maybe expediting the release, and uh, he leans in, maybe working alongside with your sister in some of these missions. Well, we know how to find um, you. Do I hear him say work alongside your sister? <laughs> um, he does lean in and kind of whisper it to Star. Uh, right. Make a perception check. <laughs> That's a 12. Alright, 12. Um... You okay. do pick up on that. Um, I, uh, I say that, I, I say, what do you mean work alongside Blackfire? She's a criminal. And I say that very out loud. So that guy Gardner and the Centauri can hear it. Yeah, I pipe in and I'm like, she, she tried to hurt us and... She also, Starfire, she gave you guy, something that... Guy flares a bright green light and looks at all of you. And Is my speaker puts... working? No, no, I, I hear you. I'm interrupting. Just for... Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, guy flares a bright green light and he looks at all of you with an intense look. And you all feel energy radiating off of you get the sense that he could kill you all in a second if he wanted to. And he just shakes his head. Pick your battles, kids. Really? Okay. Dang. All right. <laughs> uh, that answers that question, I guess. It's <laughs> versus bureaucracy. I love <laughs> yeah. <episodes> one. <laughs> Um. No, yeah, they were good. Um, Logan, he just leans back and smiles, and just this look of like he knows he's in he in total authority here, and he says, "Well, deals with the devil and all that." He says. I'll see y'all soon. And he walks uh, back and he kind of, um, he, uh, he, uh, he walks back and he uh, kind of, you know, puts like a hand on, uh, on um, Blackfire's back and says, uh, as he walks her to one of the carriages and says, now Miss Blackfire, I think I have, Quite the arrangement for you if you're interested. As soon as you're ready, well, let's say we got a little flight to the Middle East. And, uh, yeah, so they get load up, load her up, and they drive away. And Blackfire seems to smile as she's led into the, the carriage. 
um, as she gives one last look. Um, uh, but then she she gives one last look to um, to you, Star, and she there's this twinge of kind of regret. She kind of mouths uh, in your native language, um, "I'm sorry." I just I uh, I just nod ambiguously. All right. Um, and as I watch her, uh, as I watch her leave, I say, uh, sort of to myself, but for, um, maybe anyone who's close enough to hear any of my fellow Titans, particularly as, uh, I watch her leave, I say that that day on Tamaran, when the Citadel came, she was, she was nowhere to be found. She was not there and I was taken and I was hoping that if I could prevent the same from happening to her, I I wanted to show that I would not do the same. And then I just sort of turned back and uh, rejoined the group. Hmm. Um, as you turn back, uh, Guy says, uh, Guy, he walks over to Robin and says, Sorry I had to do that. I hate being a bootlicker as much as anyone. But you don't fuck with the United States government unless you have a damn plan. Free advice. And he puts, uh, he creates a construct, um, kind of these two round orbs, uh, and the, around these centauri who kind of start to float within them, uh, kind of startled, and he just rockets off into the atmosphere. So... What's uh, anything else you guys would like to do uh, as um, you head back I, to... I look at Star uh, and I, I, pro I feel like Robin probably has a better understanding of like what's going on here uh, bureaucratically than she does mm -hmm. um, and, and Robin says uh, yeah you know we never did get to finish that Ferris wheel ride and I think I, I think I say, I am not in the mood for wheels. And I sort of just uh, head back towards the tower. As you guys head back to the tower, um, I'd say we see a montage of all the Titans individually contemplating uh, what has transpired, um, machinations beyond what they've dealt with in the past. Um, between each of them heading off to their rooms uh, we see a scene of um, uh, we see a scene of Guy Gardner he is rocketing at thousands of times the speed of light um, off towards a distant planet uh, he raises a construct telephone and says uh, and speaks into it um, and says yeah yeah connect me to Justice League I need to I need to talk to the bat oh no <laughs> and another scene where we see um, we see Blackfire um, all pimped out in a uh, in kind of a 
secret aid, you know, like a, a um, government agent, like uh, tie and suit, and she's walking uh, on an airfield with uh, uh, towards a plane where Mister, uh, where Agent Logan waits, uh, and the sun's setting. That's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> wow. We messed yeah. up the time. <laughs> you just wanted to see black fire in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. Fucking do it again. He's gonna bomb Afghanistan. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, this is my politics planning. <laughs> Blackfire government gonna... bad. Yeah, <laughs> government bad. Blackfire gonna go punch heads off terrorists. Hey! <laughs> Yeah. I just want to point out that, like, Raven, I don't think, said a word that entire episode. So I'm just <laughs> picturing her, like, every so often the camera, like, pans over and zooms in. And she's just slow blinking, just processing everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys I mean, can, like, yeah. you can, like, write my character out of, like, the next couple episodes if you want. Because it's just been, like, <laughs> completely starfire stuff. <laughs> guys hear me out yeah it, it's it's gonna take a couple minutes but it, this this is relevant barely but it's there okay so i would when i was in high school i had this english teacher named mrs robinson she was the greatest she got had a baby while we i was in class with her uh, not not while i was in class but you know had the baby had in the class. and all that yeah um <laughs> anyway one day she brings she's having a bad day and she walks over to the filing cabinet and takes out this paper and says, now class, I have to tell you something. It's a confession. I have this essay written by this guy. He, it was about five years ago. He's a stereotypical dumb jock. I mean, in all the glory. And he was failing my class. And he, he's, he came to me and said, Mrs. Robinson, if I fail this class, they won't let me play football anymore. And she sympathized and she said, okay, if you come in every day after class to get extra help 
work really hard, and if you get an A on the final essay, I will pass you in this class. And this dude did it. He worked hard. He came in every day after class. He worked. He improved. He did his darndest. And when he turned that thing in, it was the biggest piece of shit she had ever seen. It zero grammatical anything. There was no conclusion. There was no format. There was no semblance of coherent thought going on in it to the point where if you read it, especially if you know how much effort went into it, you just can't help but laugh because it, no matter how bad your day is going, it's not as bad as this day we went. And to this day, she brings it out and she reads it when she needs a pep up because she knows she's not, anyway, it, it's not that, life isn't as bad for her. And other teachers come and ask for that paper and say, hey, can I read it today? And they get cheered up. I say this all to say, <laughs> that's what I think about Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I started playing Wild Rift during that story. Yeah, I I'm, wasn't I'm sure where I'm that was going. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to use that as a cold. I was that was a good hook because I waited until the end, and then you tied it all together, and I was like, "Oh, that's where it went." <laughs> but Twilight was written by Stephanie Myers, not some jock. <laughs> well, the point is, that it was written by a very bad uh, writer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys, it's getting I, real bad. I I'm honestly think Reddit I would like Twilight if I read through the series. It probably would be my type of story. I'll admit. I should try someday. Just waiting for my team to load. Yay. I'm on support. <laughs>